What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Icebox Pod. This is episode 38 with uh, Ravi, 412 Sports Cards, and myself, uh, Icy Ice Cards. And we've got a lot of uh, topics to get into today, um, just some shorter topics that uh, have a lot of variety. But uh, before we get into that, how are you doing, Ravi? Pretty good, pretty good. We are operating once more on hotel Wi-Fi, but we are unreliable hotel Wi-Fi, and I'm excited to talk about talk about cards. Uh, shout out Colorado Avalanche. I watched at the time of filming this. I had just watched them hoist the Stanley Cup last night, and that was pretty cool. Uh, Nathan McKinnon said some interesting Sidney Crosby-related stuff, which, you know, is exciting to me as a Sidney Crosby collector. Oh, is he is he a fan? Is that what he? Well, he that's like half of it. Beer. What'd you say? Did he compliment Crosby, or was that yes? What he yes. said. So he's he he's only the assistant captain on the Avalanche, but he's their best player. It's a big deal. I I assume you've heard of Nathan McKinnon, but yeah. but he said that. Quote, last night when he checked, or the night before the game six, when he checked into the hotel, his room number ended in 87, which is Sidney Crosby's number. And he said, and I, he said, in 87, like Sid. And he said, and then I knew I would, we would win the Stanley Cup the next day. And then he all, that was kind of cool. And then he said, because he's basically a huge fan. And then he said also that, um, he has been the drunkest person at Sidney Crosby's Stanley Cup parties and that he fully expects that Sidney Crosby will return the favor and be the <laughs> drunkest person at his Stanley Cup party now that he's won the Cup. That's funny. I thought That's it was pretty, pretty cool. funny. Yeah, it is cool. I guess this is like the road that you start going down once your PC player starts getting old. But... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 is actually a good point because uh, that's kind of where I am with Miguel Cabrera right now. Mm-hmm. Just like slowly seeing him pass like some career records and then <laughs> yeah. just kind of like getting a shout out every once in a while from like a random opposing player who like used to watch him growing up or something. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Still cool though. Yeah, and like every once in a while he might give you a double. And you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's about it. Miggy, sick auto though. Yeah. We've talked about that last week. We, we can't talk another whole episode <laughs> about Miguel Cabrera autos. But, but uh, yeah, speaking of Crosby, your little peel experiment. Oh, it was terrible. I think we'll get that posted, right? But yeah. It is. Well, it, I posted it to my IG. Okay, maybe we'll share it on the Icebox pod then. So okay. Yeah, see. we'll share it because we posted a link or we posted on a link. We posted to our story to peel or nod to peel a picture of the glorious unpeel or the glorious peeled card and then a picture of my unpeeled copy. And you guys know the story. I bought this unpeeled copy of a card. It was like five, it's like 30 bucks. Like they're typically like 25 bucks, but I just wanted it. And the guy was like, unpeeled is rare. And I was like, well, and then we had the whole debate. Is it bad to destroy it? Well, I'd made up my mind. 
I was going to peel. But little did I know the extent to which I would be destroying it by peeling it. And uh, the peel, uh, I imagine this as like a 90s refractor peel that just right off. It was not that. It was extremely difficult to even get to the point where I could pull it off. And when you pulled it off the card, man, it was like you were yanking it off the card. It was so stuck. And the card is a piece of like thick, thick acetate. It's meant to look like glass. So it's not like a refractor that would have been broken in half by this force. But right. and just adhesive peeled off the image on the card. <laughs> and then I just had to like lamely put the peel like stamp it back on and admit defeat and now what do i do what do i do i haven't done anything yet because i've been busy it's just sitting on my desk what do i do with it do i put it on ebay and be like yo by the way if you peel this you'll destroy it yeah i don't know but i i just checked and it is worth noting that that poll that we put up 80 percent said to peel well, they didn't know. They didn't know what happened, just like I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. I, yeah, I can't believe it. I think, depending on, I didn't how, even know what could happen. I think, depending on how crazy you want to get, maybe you should just peel it and see what it looks like. What? <laughs> what? It's no, it's going to be like fractions of a, of a person. Yeah, the back does still stay. The back still says Sidney Crosby, uh, and is like serial numbered on the back, so you don't lose any of that. Maybe you just have like a blank ice card with just stats on the back. Maybe I send it to uh, PSA see what it grades without the entire the entire <laughs> decal of the player. The player is yeah. entirely removed from the front of the card. Yeah, that would be interesting little experiment see if they notice that the player's missing see if they've done their research on what the card's supposed to look like yeah imagine they just give it a 10 <laughs> in fact it's missing the entire front <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. i will i don't know I, I part of me is like i would like to recover a couple dollars off of this whole adventure but I don't know if anyone's going to buy it knowing that it's like you have to keep it and it's unpeeled steak because it looks gross. I mean, you just got to market it to somebody, right? Unpeeled one of one. Yeah. Un- but then I'll be like, also, if you, I want to, I want to be transparent. If you peel this, yeah. you will ruin it. Right. So you cannot peel it. It's the sad part about this is that I, I just want, I, this is not the, the best investment that's ever made. I literally just wanted this card. And then I went and peeled it and it failed. And I was like, well, there are 999 of them, but like, it's so old and so obscure that like no one puts them on eBay. So it's like now the wait begins for another like month or two months till one hits auction. And yeah. you just wait around for a random one of these to come up yeah because i think there was a couple graded copies right that were just extremely overpriced oh yeah it's ridiculous the closest thing to a good deal is a crosby and an ovechkin for 250 bucks but this is a 30 dollar card so this is stupid yeah Yeah, that 
the guys you you be aware of these risks that i didn't even know existed which is the risks of peeling and it removes the surface of the card i knew about the bricking of 90s cards surface removing like spotting like snowflaking from that this is a whole new world yeah that's unfortunate you ever seen anything like this no i mean i think all the peeling cards that i've seen the peel just comes right off and it's like super satisfying yes i know super clean i know yeah i've i've definitely never seen anything like that not that not that I can remember. Shout out you, Matt, for telling me to video myself peeling it. Yeah. But you know what's weird, too? The peel is so ugly on it. Yeah. Like, like those 90s refractors or whatever that have the peel. Like, you can see through the, the peel to the card still. So, like, it might say, it might have, like, finest, like, written across the card because of the peel. But, like, other than that, it looks... Like, there's still eye appeal to it. Yeah, this has, like, almost no eye appeal with the peel on. It looks like you put a thin burlap sack over it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. But we'll see. We'll see what what gets decided here. Maybe – yeah. I mean, you could always – maybe you could grade it with the peel on. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I never really thought about that. Um, because that would be really low pop, especially if they labeled it with, like, peel on, you know? I mean, it would also look stupid, but... Yeah. Do you think, do you think, can you hear me, by the way? Yep. All right, just having, having some audio issues. I don't... If, if they grade it with the peel on... That would be the dumbest thing in the world with this stupid, ugly peel on it. But, I mean, I guess I would take it. Yeah, that might be a good way to... I mean, I don't know. It would add some rarity to it, I think, if it was, like, graded and, like, peel on and you could... I don't know. Then you can find another person like yourself who wants that card. Maybe. Maybe someone's out there. Maybe the people are lurking, waiting... Yeah. Speaking of, I don't. I want to talk about card shops a little bit as we move along. I'm curious. I went to a new card shop in Pittsburgh, which, sorry for all the listeners who are like sick of me beating them to death with hockey, but this was a really weird card shop that was like modern-ish, you know, like there's some kids working this place, you know, it's not some person who's been around for a while. They, ten, they had hundreds of Funko Pops in this place and i was like literally what the heck but they had so many hockey cards and they also had a pile of game used hockey sticks do you guys sell memorabilia at the shop that you work at we sell it but not we don't go seeking after it to sell it just like shows it, up it's, it's kind of just a space filler Oh, I like, see. I you got to put stuff on your walls, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's not like we're always like looking for it. Like, how can we flip this memorabilia or something? Because it's so hard to move. The memorabilia yeah. is hard to move. Yeah, because like even right now, like 
for me personally, I would love like a Dennis Rodman, like signed card or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really want a Dennis Rodman signed jersey. Like, it takes up too much space. I don't even know where I'd put it. Too much yeah. devote. What about that blank wall behind you? Could be a Dennis Rodman shrine. What are you talking about? Yeah, but then it like falls off the wall and then it like shatters. And then I'm like, what do I do? And it's like, I would just rather have a card and I can put it in my safe and I can look at it when I want or I can display it next to my Fortnite card. No. Like, I don't know. I just like smaller things. They're so much easier to. They were selling Fortnite packs at this place and they should have taken a picture and sent it to you. You should have ripped one. No. I'm not ripping that. Dude, I didn't buy anything at this store because there wasn't anything I really wanted. I just like literally went in, looked around, left. If the only I wanted to buy a pack of top series too, but they wouldn't sell it. They didn't have any. Oh so if I if all I had bought was a peely that would or well not a peely, I guess then I would have been lucky, was a Fortnite pack. I shame on me. <laughs> they did. They did have, and I think this is a really cool concept. Like, they almost had, like, a PC, it looked like, displayed in their case. There's, like, a patch set in hockey that comprises the entire chest logo of a team, which is big in hockey. I mean, it's it's really large. I mean, I guess it could be, like, bigger than NBA, like, chest logo. And they have, it was, like, 29 out, it was, like, not hand-numbered out of 29 because that's how many pieces it was divided into. And they had like 20 of them of the 29 of a player. That's super cool. That's insane. You got to keep an eye out now. If I ever like see one floating around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're definitely a better on it. If you see it floating around. Yeah. I just wonder if you see one at a show or something or buy it. Yeah. Or like on Facebook with just like a buy it now price or something and you know, just quick snatch it and then hit them up and say, hey, I got one for your little chess logo set. That would be pretty sick. Does, does your shop, do you, do you know shops that do that, like display PC type stuff in it? Is that like bad form to like put it in a case and like clearly not want to sell it? I almost asked about this stuff, but I was like, that's mean because like this is clearly PC. Yeah, I don't I don't think we would ever do that. Just cuz like Yeah, I think we'd probably only put all stuff that is for sale. Takes up space. Yeah, it takes up space and I don't know, it's kind of disappointing if you walk in and see something <laughs> you really want at a car shop that's just not for sale. Like that I mean, that suck. was how I kind of felt. <laughs> I was like, yeah. wow, those are sick. And then I was like, oh, no, like, it's definitely not for sale. Yeah, like, that'd be kind of a bummer. So I don't I don't think we would would ever do that. Smarter shop. Anything, any exciting things in the card world going on that are on your radar right now? Um, not a ton. I've been really... I've been on a little run lately with like getting PSA subs back. Really? So, yeah, I haven't had a lot of spending. Going for a Brady rookie tomorrow, but that'd be huge. Yeah, I I sold the Brady rookie to my brother just to buy a different one. So 
Um, well, you better secure the other one. Otherwise, you just sold one for nothing. Yeah, I know. I'm a little nervous, but I, I'm pretty confident that I'll get it. I'm not, I'm not super worried about that one. I don't think there's a ton of people going after that specific card. So that's good. That's always a weird feeling when you like sell to buy something else and then you like feel extreme pressure to actually buy the something else. But then you're like, it's like scary. Like you could easily overpay. Yeah. I, I already have my max bid in. You're going to hold to it. Yep. You following standard best practice procedures of not doing a whole number and doing sense just in case. Yeah. I have a lucky number. You do? Yeah. That's funny. I, do I just pick ra- random numbers. If I'm feeling really nervous that I'll lose, I'll do a high cent count. But otherwise, you know, I'm chilling with like five or six cents on the extra dollar. Mm, see, I always do a high cent count. Because you don't want someone else getting the same idea. See, you don't want someone else doing 50 cents. Like you got to do over 50. I didn't think about that. That's see, I true. see, I always do it over. I actually do it over 75 because I'm like, that's the highest like round number somebody would go without going to the next dollar. So I'll do like, yeah, my lucky number in between there. It's a secret number. Can't be divulging it. No, can't say it because then someone's going to outbid me by a cent on the brain. You're right. If they if they track down what Brady rookie this is, <laughs> like a scoundrel. Yeah. So I've been get I've been getting a little more cash flow from some cards. I've just been kind of cleaning house and just a bunch of stuff that like I don't need building up some cash after the big purchase. But I should have a PSA sub coming back soon. A uh, economy or the fifty dollar level, whatever that is. Did it? I sent out in like late April, so I'm like two months in. Oh, nice. How many cards was that? Eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, there's some there's some decent stuff in there. There's one pretty big card. Several other pretty decent cards. Hmm. It's they're they they can keep my uh, January 2021 sub though. They never need to send that back. Yeah, I have that with a couple right now. But uh, they can keep those. They they don't need to bill me. They can just keep the cards. Yeah, I got back a two-card sub <laughs> from uh, – because it was like – it didn't – I must have sent it with, like, ultra-modern stuff, and then it didn't fit in the ultra-modern, so it, like, went separate because it was it was older. It was – so I saw the first card, and I was pretty excited because it was a Javier Baez uh, first Bowman Chrome PSA 10. Oh, I mean, that's – that's I mean, it, th- there are worse things to have. Yeah, so I was like, oh, well, the next one is the worst one to have. Just wait. It's brutal. So then so then I was like, you know what? Like, that's a pretty good card. Like, I'm in Michigan, so, like, that should be a pretty easy move. Yeah. Uh, then the second one was a PSA 9, first Bowman Chrome, Trevor Bauer. Trevor? Oh, no. Oh, no. That one, that one is going to be tough. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that card. I don't know who's going to be buying those per se. No, I mean. Is is it just a base? 
Trevor Bauer, oof. I want to say it's just the base. I, I don't think it's the refractor. Someone sold a 9.5 for 35 bucks. What the heck? Wait, that's suspiciously high. Dude, why are people paying for this guy? The raw <laughs> ones are like $10 or less. I see a 10 that just did 15 so <laughs> we have a lot of two nines that did $15. So I got about $7 there. <laughs> the card cost me like $2. And the grading cost me 14 so. I mean, all, all in all, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, so all in all, I'll probably hit even or make a little bit because the bias. So it's not, like, terrible, but when I saw Trevor Bauer, I was a little devastated, that's for sure. I think I have a Corey Seager rookie, a Manny Machado paper rookie, a ton of Landon Donovan. Prism World Cups that I graded at the time and was like, these, it's like five or six of them. And I was like, yeah, none of these are going to 10. But like, if I can get nines, like this stuff should just make me money because there are none graded, really. And then lo and behold, takes 18 months to return. Dude, those things are like the Seku, I'll be trading them for Seku, Dumboya, Prism, uh, base PSA 9s or PSA 10s. They're going to be like worth $0. I'll send you a Trevor Bauer for one. No. Well, I mean, actually, that'd be the deal of a lifetime. But <laughs> First trade going down on the Icebox pod. Dude, <laughs> a, the, a, I'm trying to find this. A PSA 10? What? Someone bought a PSA 10 of this for $38. Well, sadly, mine will not be PSA 10s. Mine will be PSA 8s. Because <laughs> they're beat. <laughs> Dude, this is like peak. This is like from peak when you just graded anything that came along. Oh, yeah. You, every, everything was gradable back then. Just like send it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you Trevor Bauer. Wow, what a steal. Wow, dealing in our crap PSA subs. I think I yeah, got well, a ty- I got a Tyler Hero NBA debut mosaic out there. Yeah, you know what we you know what's pretty funny is uh my dad and I used to bet we did it like one once or twice. We used to bet Rui Hachimara base PSA nines on <laughs> so, that's pretty good. Yeah, like I would like lose a bet and like bring up a Rui PSA nine. He'd be like sad that he won. Did you guys have like stacks of them for wagering <laughs> well, purposes? I think we each had. I think we like got a sub back at like the same time that we split, and so we each had like two or three. And so we would just wager <laughs> Rui PSA nines. A standard like five dollar or less wager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably less. A Rui Prism PSA 9's got to be like, there's 225. Ooh, I bet you the pop on those is unreal. 280. So many people are grading those. Oh, you can't see the Rui on card ladder. 
but there are 1,590 silver PSA 9 Ruiz, if that tells you anything. I wonder if you can... Uh... Dude, people were so hyped on Rui Hachimura. Okay. PSA 10 is pop 8,200. Oh, it could be worse. PSA 9 is pop 7,000. Jeez. The alt value on a PSA 10 is $8. That seems... I don't know who's buying that for $8. Like, yeah, who goes... Who goes up and is like, yeah, that's what I want to buy with $8. Like, I'm going to buy a Rui Prism Base PSA 10. Yeah, that seems very, very high. But (laughs) maybe maybe some Rui collectors out there just stacking up, trying to get all 7,000. You never, you know, it could take a while, but yeah, maybe they will. I bet you could get like a Rui insane card. Dude, I want to look up like Rui Flawless and see what you can get it for. I mean, it probably not very much. Dude, literally, what the heck? A Rui Flawless Patch Auto out of 15, like a true RPA out of 15, it's $350. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. That seems high. Who's going to pay that? I don't know. I think there there's got to be an investor out there for everybody, right? Like I'm is sure there is. There an investor for everything? I don't think so. I think Dude, once you're some point, you're done. It's over. And but is it uh Rui from overseas too, or no? Yes, yes, he is. Maybe he might have a little bit of a boost. From or wait, that. he might not be. He might just have Japanese heritage. Or yeah, something like that. Like, but wasn't he like the first like Japanese person to like do like such and such a thing or something i don't know but i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if he has like a big following i guess that's true that's true it's wild really if you look at the prices some of these guys who are like barely clinging on to rosters that are like old players or like bench players now that were like hyped or like something in 2018 or 2019 some of their stuff is like no, at non-zero levels, which I find surprising. Yeah, because some of those guys just have collectors. Like for some reason, like people just like them. It's nuts. Like a Kevin Knox Prism Silver PSA nine is ten or twelve dollars. Yeah. I mean, like someone's there to buy it. Low-key, I think I actually might have an... Oh, no, I think it might be my brother. One of us has a Kevin Knox auto at PSA. I think it's my brother. <laughs> Ooh. So that will be exciting when that comes back. Oh, the Kevin Knox flawless market, though, is tanking. So you, it, you, it costs about 20 bucks for his true RPA. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a second year. This is Ooh. all second year. What? Wait, things are heating up. Oh, it's sixty dollars. Dang. Seventy-eight dollars for a Kevin Knox Shea Gilgis Alexander out of twenty-five dual flawless auto. Dude, I like Shea. 
like still, do you like the Thunder, what they've done with the draft and everything? Kinda. I don't I don't really you think uh you think Chet is gonna play good with Giddy? I heard that Chet has uh trouble creating for himself off the dribble and that Giddy would pair well with him because Giddy is a good facilitator and Chet uh is a weakness is creating off the dribble for himself. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because Giddy's a good passer. He was getting a lot of uh Triple doubles and double doubles last year. So, yeah, maybe that will be good. That's I just, what I heard. I watched some of the draft, and that's what they were saying. I just really like Shea still. I I think he's really good. Are you a Shea investor? No. I don't have any of his cards. I would like to get one, though, actually, before the season starts. I wouldn't mind getting one. Like I, what? What would you buy? What's, what's the stuff that you'd buy if you were, like, interested in a young player these days like what three things come to mind rattle them off one two three like three cards that come to mind uh like flawless auto like a horizontal nt and prism color it's pretty solid yeah nt vertical is insane yeah, I just I know I would never buy that because like I would never pay six thousand or ten thousand or twenty thousand for like unproven guy like that. I would never. Mm-hmm. But like a horizontal one, if I could get into like a Shea horizontal one, but like cheaper, like I would I would be potentially interested in that. I mean, I I think he's he's to the point where like his prices don't really have hype built into him. Like, there's no really Shea hype anymore. No. I mean, to be fair, if there was hype or, like, bloated prices, it would be in stuff like NT. But I think, like, a Prism Red or something, which is, what, out of two ninety nine, is probably not obscenely expensive anymore. Yeah, or, like, a color match blue, I think, would be kind of cool, or just something like that. That's fair. Okay, see, I'm so, I, I don't understand how they plan on using all these people. Because they, they're using these picks. I thought they were going to, like, trade the mother load of picks that they had accumulated for, like, some extreme talent. But it appears that they just want to use the picks. Yeah, I don't really know what they're doing. They they're picked three gonna... of the first 12 players. Yeah, I don't really they, know what they're doing. But... but they have Shea, Josh, Giddy, and now uh, Chet. And then other people that were good, I forget what their names are. Yeah, it'll be an interesting team to watch. Like, I'm excited to watch that team. I mean, I don't know if they'll be good because they're bad last year. Yeah, I don't think they'll be very good either, but I am just so curious to see how, like, Chet is going to do. Like, I, I feel like he's just massive boom or bust, like, potential. Dude. He's Pokashevsky 2.0. They are. He's way better than that. Okay, but it's the same build. It's just like oh, lanky yeah. boys. Yeah, did you hear they were calling them like the Slim Towers? <laughs> it's hilarious. They're both like skin and bone. Yeah. But since we are talking about the draft, the Pistons killed it. Did you guys? You guys. 
did you take the guy that the Knicks had, or who did that guy go to? Yeah, we got Duran. And Ivy. Oh, oh wait, you guys got Jaden Ivy too. Yeah, Ivy was. I'm so happy about that. I think you guys did do pretty well. Yeah, like I think it was like A plus. A plus. Which like I don't even I I am very skeptical when Detroit teams draft. I mean, this Detroit team is the same team that picked <laughs> Stanley Johnson over Devin Booker, Luke Kennard over Donovan Mitchell, like all the bad things you want to say. Pick Darko, uh Militic, like all but they picked Jaden Ivey, was the obvious pick at five. They took him. I didn't even think he – well, when I looked into it, I thought he was going to fall to five. But talent-wise, he should not have fallen to five. He's definitely the fourth best player. Who's overrated? Keegan Murray. And I just – like, I think even the Kings know that Ivy's better. But Keegan Murray just fits their team better. So, like, the pick made sense. But, like, I just still felt lucky that he fell yeah. to five. But, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Getting Duran was pretty cool. Now we got some cash for free agency, so see what we can do. I don't even know if we'll do anything, but at least it's interesting. You at least have solid pieces coming down the pipeline to yeah. who should improve. The Grizzlies did a weird thing. What did they do? They traded DeAnthony Melton, who is, like, in my book, good. Like, he is a good backup point guard in my book. I would say very good backup point guard, but he wasn't getting a ton of playing time. But they traded him and a later first-round pick, I believe, to trade into a, like, pick that was like three higher or something like that to take some power forward from Wake Forest who like there was very little chatter about at the time that like there was no rumors that he was like gonna go and then they just like traded up said bye-bye D'Anthony Melton and and took this random dude Hmm. yeah that's interesting yeah, it was weird. I didn't understand it. Yeah, I guess we'll see how that plays out. I guess I should trust them because they haven't screwed up in the past. Yeah, they have a pretty good track record. I just want to buy these cards, man. I want to buy <laughs> cards of the new guys before the season and not have to wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Well, Dude, the- we, just got, we just got like the – NT, I guess it came out a little bit ago, but like we barely have products of the Cade class. Dude, Prism Basketball is real soon, though. Dude, but we don't even have Prism Basketball. Yeah, I know, but it at least it's like next week, I think. Oh, still. It's just rough. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. I, I, I don't like not being able to collect the guys in the season. Right. I like yeah. pull. I, I, it actually makes me way less interested in like breaks. Not that I was a huge buyer in the breaks, but like watching the breaks is way less fun because I like enjoyed learning about the new rookies. 
Yeah, that's that's actually very while they still had potential. Yeah, that's pretty educational to watch breaks. But it's only fun when you like are like, ooh, guys who like have potential. Not like when you're like, oh, that guy is like now a certified scrub. Yeah, like, oh, this guy just dropped 25 last night. And then he could go on to never put up 10 points a game. Right. Never put up 10 points again. But you could be like, oh, or I've seen a lot of that guy's card pulled. And yeah, it just, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be fixed. But like, I guess a lot of you listening can relate. Like, that's what I used to really enjoy. Baseball still achieves it, but it's not the same. Like, it's more fun with basketball. Yeah, because baseball, these guys don't make immediate impacts. No. Like, it's baseball, you barely make it. It's so hard to make an immediate impact. Yeah, like that never happens. You got to go through the minors and do all that stuff. But like basketball, I mean, like these guys are going to be starters next year. Many of which will be huge contributors. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that's super entertaining and s- similar to football, too. Yeah, I'd say so. But, yeah, what can we do, Matt? We can't get them. But prison basketball, maybe I'll have to snag like a Zaire or something. Yeah, that would, that'd be cool. That actually does sound pretty cool. I can get suckered into the prison basketball. I might get, I might get, uh, I don't know. I might get suckered into some Cade. I think I probably will. You've been telling me for ages. Oh man, I'm going to buy that. I buy up all that Cade. And then what I am yet to see you buy a single Cade liar. There, there's nothing that I want yet. You're greedy. What the, do you want? Well, there is a couple. Next things, day uh, auto isn't good enough. Tisk tisk. I there's a couple things that I want actually, but I want to wait for them to calm down a little bit. That are already out. Yeah. Is it color blast out? No, I I want like a sneaker spotlight. I think that would be cool. Oh, okay, okay, that would be cool. Oh, just a noir RPA would be pretty sick too. Yeah, like something like that. I just want to wait for them to calm down a, a little bit. Same with Prism. Like I, I'll buy a Prism color, but I'm not going to pay week after Dude. week prices. So a cave noir would be sick. Yeah, like that would be super cool. I guess you're right. You got to wait till NT and Flawless come out and then kill that market, and then you swoop in get one. Yeah, because I. I just want to have fun owning the card. So I don't want to get yeah. murdered on it. Yeah. Buying a too high of a price is pretty scary. Yeah. Maybe now is when I re-enter the Desmond Bain market. Uh, I can finally buy one for oh, fun. Yeah. That would be a really I, good time to buy him for fun if you wanted to. I want to buy it slightly for fun. Also slightly because I think it could maybe like sneaky do something. I think now would be a good time to do both of those things. I think you're probably right. Maybe I can buy my contenders auto backs. Dude, his contenders autos are... Oh, they're almost back to what I sold them for. Oh, not all the way back. When he was, like, still a nobody, I sold out of 99 autos of him for, like, $70. And now they're, like, 
a hundred and ten dollars. So that's not awful, right? No, that's not that's not too bad. I'll get, but and he's since then proven a lot. Maybe oh, I'll yeah. snag one. Yeah, that might be worth getting. I I think Maybe. it's cool to get those types of guys when they come back down to earth, and you're in the off season, so. Yeah, this is, you know, I, I, I've been really bad recently about buying during the dip of the offseason because it definitely still exists. So I've been really bad about it. Maybe I'll I'll turn the tide. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I'll actually make some basketball plays. Yeah, basketball offseason plays. That Wow, there we go. That faster. Oh. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I think so. I think I think so. Yeah. yeah. That might be a good play. It's kind of interesting. I'm Man, that's got me thinking. I wonder I this is risky. I kind of want to get a nice Zion. It is risky, but I also am What did you say? I said I, I I said it is risky, but I am also very tempted too. Yeah, I I don't I just don't know because I, I think here's the problem with Zion. I think once he plays good, everybody is gonna sell. And yes. then the market will be flooded and he might not even go up because the market will be so flooded. That's what worries me about him. There so are so many bag holders. Yeah, I feel like nobody nobody that buys Zion is like, I'm going to hold this for 10 years. It's always, <laughs> I'm going to hold this until he plays one good game and then I'm dumping. But if everybody has that mindset, it's just going to be a big market flood. So that's what kind Yeah, of- you know, I never really thought about that about Zion, but it's true. Everyone is literally waiting for one game to clean house. Yeah, I don't know. That's what kind of makes me not want to, but. Who knows? If something at a show pops up and I seems right, then I might I might get suckered into it. Next week, I'll have to update you on if I uh, pull the trigger on any Desmond Baines. Also, a real risk is me buying a Najee Harris Contenders Auto. Uh, these are the threats to derail my current savings. I don't even think both of those are bad. I think Najee's actually going to have a pretty big season. So Najee... Uh, Mike Tomlin basically said that Najee is going to be an extreme workhorse this year. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good. So I don't think either of those plays would be bad ones. Well, maybe next week you'll hear that I bought some. Yeah, I sure hope so. Hopefully we get a next week uh, episode 39 update of some purchases. Made the save searches on eBay. I'm going to be out hunting. There we go. I think that might be a wrap for episode 38 this week, guys. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in next week. Hopefully we have some updates, hopefully from both of us, on some purchases. Hopefully we at least bought like one or two cards each. Um, and then, yeah, we'll talk about it and hopefully talk about a few other things as well. So thanks for listening and uh, tune in next week for episode 39.